Hey Xers, welcome back to another episode of It Only Hurts When I Talk, a podcast for Gen X aging disgracefully. Today, Greg and James talk about this concept of SAD. No, not that SAD, the other SAD, Seasonal Affective Disorder. Is it a thing? It sure does feel like it. As always, like and subscribe to us on your favorite social media platforms. But enough of that chit-chat. Get over there! <laughs> that should be the opening right there. <laughs> I love it. Uh, yeah, yeah. What a great way to start the morning. Mm-hmm. Pranking James. Pranking James. We hello, hello, listeners. <laughs> we uh, every morning, one or morning, evening, whenever we do this, usually morning, at least one of us has some sort of audio issue, and uh, it's usually you. It's um. Oh, that's not true. No, it is. That true. is not true. It's usually me listening to you fumbling around with stuff it's, because either your speakers aren't hooked up or your mic isn't working. It, it's usually that I have it set to the wrong mic input. But um, mm. a couple of weeks ago, I actually forgot to turn on my uh, my mixing board, so all the power was off. I said, "Why is this not working?" Nice. Yeah, that was that was definitely a me problem. But I mm-hmm. but I just I just pranked James and told him I couldn't hear him, and it doesn't sound as funny now. But it was very very amusing. It wasn't wasn't funny at it all. Was actually, freaking hysterical. Nope. It started my day off great. Nope. I'm glad. I'm glad the deprecation of my of me lifts you up. Deprecation of your situation. Oh no, no. Just of you. Yeah, just of me. Okay. Yeah. Well, made me happy. Good. Happy and not sad. Not sad is, is the opposite of, of sad. Yeah. Sad. Made you. Yeah. We're going to talk about sad. Are we going to be, am I, am I sad today? We're going to talk about sad. Sadder today. than usual. It's, it's a gloomy day here, so that does not help. It's gloomy here as well. But not nearly as gloomy as it used to be in Toledo. Holy hell. Like from the end of October until May, you never really saw the sun. It just got lighter gray and darker gray. Well, the, the, the wives <laughs> often talk about growing up in upstate New York was similar. Just that yeah. constant yeah. gray. Very sad. So yeah. sad stands for seasonal affective disorder. It does. It does. Well, at least the sad we're talking about. Uh-huh. I'm sure it could stand for a lot of other things. Not students against drunk drivers. No, not or whatever not, it is. No, no, it's no, not that no. sad. It's um, okay. Se- seasonal affective seasonal disorder. Seasonal affective disorder. So this is a, I'm going to read the, the Oxford Dictionary definition here. It's a type of depression. It happens during certain seasons of the year, most often the fall or the winter. And it, it, you just kind of get into that winter funk. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it's, it's something that I had never experienced before until this year. This year, I just kind of went, as soon as the winter hit. And, and I'm going to say it's because it happened so suddenly. It was like 70 degrees, and then it was 30 and dark. Yeah, but the... the mm. Science. Science. That does, that's not the, the science doesn't bear that out, does it? <laughs> it does not, oh, no. Oh, man. There's science. <laughs> it's, 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 it's so a lot okay, of... Yes. All right. Here's, so here's, here's, a, here's a deal. It is a thing. It's related to the intensity and duration of light hitting your eyeballs because that stimulates serotonin. So if you so if it gets dark and you never leave the house like me and you leave all the lights off during the day so you're walking around in darkness that's probably bad. That's bad. Okay. Yeah. That explains a that's lot. That's bad. Uh, and even to the point so when we we're 
started researching this topic, and I think both you and I looked around to try and tie this into our theme, uh, and it, this, it's, it has a tenuous association with our yes. theme. <laughs> yes, <laughs> but it is it is timely. So I looked around to see if there was any uh, correlation between aging, Gen X, and increasing incidence of of sad. And none that I found. Mm -mm. I I found the opposite, that you tend to, it's more prevalent in 20 and 30-somethings than it is in 50 and 60-somethings. See, I have have the hypothesis that Gen X is already so depressed that you Uh, can't actually depress them anymore, so therefore it doesn't look like there's any effect. So so I have a different hypothesis, which is that once you're in your 60s or so, you're already living in Florida or Hawaii or California <laughs> where this is also less prevalent because of the sun. Because the oh, Fl- yes. Florida is, is, I think, one of the lowest occurrence states of this. And that's because it's freaking sun all the time. <laughs> and people are outside. Mm-hmm. So it, it, it really is about, about uh, light intensity and duration. Yeah. I, I did all kinds of other research, too, looking at wavelengths versus light intensity and photon flux density and all kinds of cool sciencey science stuff. But the long and the short of it is general light bright white light is what's needed really to counteract supposedly to counteract uh, these depressive symptoms that develop because you're not getting enough serotonin stimulation uh, or production through through light stimulation in, in your eyeballs which also would lend itself to why people that are on uh, meds to control or help to control serotonin seem to have lower instances of sad. Like, hmm. So everybody just needs to take a pill then? Everything's going to be better? Well, and and almost counter to that, that they're on lower instances of sad, there is, there are people verified by a psychologist there are people there are people people that (laughs) will increase their meds during the winter months and then reduce them again Mm -hmm. in the spring specifically (laughs) specifically daffy you can do it i can specifically because of this that they get hit with this seasonal affective disorder and and well it's no different than kids who reduce their or, or get off their adhd medication on the weekends that's bad. There, there are, there are differing opinions on on. That. I'm right. I I would tend to agree with you. I don't understand that level of on and off. I think that's that that doesn't help your body. Depend, yeah, it does depend on the chemical, mm-hmm. but in general, that's not a good thing to do with your brain with your brain chemistry. Mm-hmm. What happened to the good old days when they just put a spike in there and poke something and fix it? <laughs> that's how you should fix brain chemistry. You poke you it, poke it, it and it, it's it's fixed. You just drool a lot more. Uh-huh. Is that is that what happens? Yeah, yeah. yeah the old ice pick lobotomy days. Oh, there's a great, mm. there's a great, and disturbing short story about that from um, what's his name? Palachek, the guy who wrote Fight Club. Mm. Oh, yeah. It, we don't need. To yeah, it's it's very it's out there out there. Anyway, yeah. anyway. So symptoms of this. If you're thinking you may be sad, um, <laughs> ready for this? <laughs> the first symptom is feeling sad. Oh. <laughs> Lost, wow. lost of interest in activities, um, changes in sleep, sleeping too much. Didn't I just tell you I got 10 hours of sleep last night? Um, mm-hmm. Loss of energy despite increased sleep and changes in appetite, usually eating more carbohydrates. So 
I'm going to say if you live in New England and you sleep a lot and have a good bagel store in town, you're you're fucked. <laughs> that's where you need to move. Apparently, if you if you have if you're going to lean into your sad, that's, that's you need. To, I am at the need to move. I am apparently at the center of the sad verse. Um, yeah, yeah. As as opposed to when I lived in Toledo, we were all had sad because of we were just sad. Well, because well, you were because you looked at your return address <laughs> labels and saw you lived in Toledo. You're like, oh <laughs> man. <laughs> wah, wah. Yeah, when when every day you have to get your mail and it's a reminder that you live in Toledo because your address is right there. That's yeah. <sighs> anyway, like we just lost our Toledo listener. We did. Sorry. Mm-hmm. Give me some more. Give me some more. Uh, Symptoms. Symptoms. Those, those, those were well. Those were the the five major oh, symptoms. Oh, okay. um, the five more, major symptoms. More common in women, interestingly enough. Um, hmm. More common in younger adults than older adults, as I mentioned earlier. And usually starts when you're around twenty. Although that's when you're at the height of your stresses of getting a job mm-hmm. and trying to adult and all that. And it usually gets easier when you get into your fifties, which is interesting. Um, hmm. The those affected by sad may not feel bad enough to seek medical attention, but feel less cheerful in the fall and winter. Less cheerful. Less cheerful. Now, now there's something related that that you and I didn't even talk about, and I did no research on. But that's the that's the whole holiday blahs. Oh, the blues! I, I yeah. holiday blues. I saw that. Mm-hmm. Uh, they kind of crossed over in a couple articles. They're completely unrelated. Are they really? Okay. Yeah, yeah. I I would say that. I think it makes sense that people who have other serotonin-related brain chemistry issues would be more prone to showing. You know, it's like you you live you learn to live with a level of let's say low levels of serotonin or lower levels of serotonin, and then you throw the sad thing on top of it. And if you're already serotonin sensitive. That just pushes you a little bit farther. That's what it felt like for me last year, mm-hmm. um, and then uh, and then when because I'd been on the same level of uh, SSRIs, a ser- selective serotonin reuptake inhibitors, um, for fifteen years or more, and I, my body had gotten used to it. Sure. And so we had to go through a, a bit of a, a dosage uh, increase there, and and then there are still some tendencies that I have because of quote sad but the depression part isn't there Hmm. this year which is great because last year was awful just absolutely awful i still find that like once halloween's passed i just want to hibernate like i want if you could put me in 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 a stasis tube and and hit you know turn turn the wake up button to like early may I'd be perfectly happy. <laughs> I, I've never felt that way before, and for some reason this year I'm feeling it, and I don't know why. Yeah, I get it. Like, as soon as Halloween—it was right after Halloween. It was right when Thanksgiving—because really right after Halloween is when you start seeing all the Christmas stuff, even though Thanksgiving mm-hmm. hasn't hit yet. And, yeah, that's disgusting. And, and I, I can't stand it. And, the, and it's a—I feel like it's an inverse thing with, um, with the holiday stuff because, like, right now— and it's December second, so you know, don't turn on your radio. <laughs> Just don't do it. Uh, we're we're gonna start having all that stuff, and it's gonna drive me freaking bonkers. And the closer we get to actual Christmas, the less it bothers me because okay, now it's Christmas. Oh, okay. Well, it, it, sure. It it's it bothers me less and less every day leading up to it. But right now, oh. <laughs> so do you think that's because of the you're associating? the time of year with the fact that you have this physiological thing going on with light or are they completely, un- is it just coincidental that they both 
are affecting you at the same time. I'm going to say coincidental only because this is really the first year I can think of that I've that I've done enough that I've researched into sad and felt like, oh wow, I'm actually I'm feeling this right now. I've never really felt hmm. the winter blues before. It's never been a thing for me. Whereas I've always had that inverse Christmas buildup situation going on. <laughs> yeah. It's always yeah, just only, bugged me. Only for me since I've been an adult and become extra cynical. Mm-hmm. I, I just I find that interesting that the people that I that I know who are affected by well that are seasonally affected uh also tend to not like christmas so much and, and you got to wonder chicken or the egg there and that's what i'm yeah. saying and i just look at it it's like this is just something i got to get through and people are like why do you live there <laughs> <laughs> why why don't you just move and you know what i ask myself that question uh-huh. all the time <laughs> uh-huh there's there's something but we we visit my parents in florida you know once a year and there is something about walking out of their apartment into it's a, it's different air, and I know in the long term I would just hate it there, but in the short mm-hmm. term, like you just feel it on your skin and you breathe it in, and you're like, oh my god, this mm-hmm. is even even when we visited there in the warmer months here, it's still different. No, it, it absolutely is, and we would uh, hopefully soon we'll get back to doing this. Uh, we would take a. a trip somewhere warm and tropical like at the beginning of winter and then another one closer to the end of winter because it kind of condenses yeah sure. you know the the, the shortens the, the period of winter but we haven't done that in several years because of life but that that actually helped and I totally understand what you're talking about um you get my wife calls it palm tree therapy <laughs> and you know that's interesting that you haven't done it because of course COVID got in the way and you probably just didn't mm-hmm. get back life got busy and you didn't force yourself back into the habit again well, and, you know, careers yep. shift a bit, you know, like my wife starts teaching. Um, she teaches graduate students at UW, but so like her class is in the, in the autumn. And so it, she's got grading and stuff to do. It's like we can't leave. The earliest we could leave is like Christmas. And you don't want to travel during that period. No. You want to already be someplace when it becomes Christmas. Yep. So that's sort of like. You know, now you're like, okay, well, we'll go in January, which isn't bad, right? But you've still got to deal with the whole lead up to run up to Christmas. And I would just rather be in a tomb somewhere during that period. <laughs> but that's like, it's like, okay, after you get over that, so it's like, oh, thank God Christmas is gone. All that's, all this is, is over. And then you're looking at like this long stretch of still winter <laughs> until like things start to change uh-huh. back to, to good again. Physiologically, it's all about the light because in, in plants and animals, light stimulates certain behaviors in order for survival. Sure. That's, that's why like when the temperatures go up and down, you know, pretty, pretty dramatically, you can have, wow, we had a really warm autumn or we had, wow, winter showed up early. Right. But the leaves are still on the trees. It's because plants take their cue to drop their leaves based on how long the day is. So how much light is they're exposed to? Same thing apparently with sad is that, the intensity and the duration of light in your eyeball triggers this serotonin production. And for me, it absolutely feels more like the snow is melting and it's all gone (laughs) and less like, Oh, the days are getting longer. No, I cheer though. When I'm like, Hey, it's December 22nd. The days are getting longer again. (laughs) Uh, And somehow I'm not, I'm not as sad as I am happy 
in June when we're like, oh, the days are getting shorter now. <laughs> yeah, because you're like, yay, it's summer. <laughs> so you're 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 you've already, you've still got the light then when things are getting shorter. It's all okay. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Interesting. So I yeah I don't know that's that's me. So it's like it feels like it's a it's a temperature snow winter season and all the bullshit thing that's bringing me down. But it also happens to the end of that also overlaps the a much more dramatic increase in day length. Mm -hmm. And I think that probably has something more to do with it. I know for me, the one saving grace in the winter is I love, I love fire. fire. (laughs) And our, our wood stove, I've used it once so far this winter because it's just not that cold yet. But uh, my favorite thing in the world in the winter is a Sunday when I can not leave the house have a fire going all day and sit there in front of the fire and watch football, and I'm and I'm wearing shorts and a t-shirt, and just toasty warm, and I can see that it's like I'm in my own little safe space, my safe bubble. <laughs> okay, so let's talk about infrared and near infrared light therapy as it relates to sad. Mm, because yeah. I was reading one of these articles that was talking about. I was curious if if there was a wavelength, a color of light impact on treating sad, or or if it was just intensity. And turns out it, there really isn't a color, one color better than the other. But they did find that when they looked at the red light and near infrared, so obviously heat coming off a of fire, that has other calming, relaxing effects and anti-inflammatory effects on the body. So you may be countering some of your low serotonin due to light, low light intensity with some of these feel-good infrared basically baking your guts aspect just a hypothesis interesting and how about like those those light lamps those sad lamps are they any good you think well so i think they they do something is but the thing is is like if it were a regulated medical device like a class 2 medical device then it costs a lot it would more. have to be <laughs> it would cost like a mega more and it'd be like oh it puts out this many photons per square centimeter or whatever that you know you'd have to It'd have to be regulated and you'd have to be able to prove it. But like, since it isn't, it's like, oh, it's just a bright light shining on your face. And we're not making any claims whatsoever. Right. So that means what I was finding, the type of like light sources that are in there, LEDs versus fluorescence. I just said that the wavelength doesn't affect SAD. At least that's what the data say. But the wavelength does affect other neurotransmitters. So like, you know, blue light is all a rage right now about, Hey, you get too much blue light, you know, you can't sleep because it's a documented fact that that blue light spectrum does something. It does not sad related, but it does something. So if, if you had a, a fluorescent lamp based sad treatment lamp, then you're going to get dosed with high levels of blue light. Hmm. And so is that actually while while the actual intensity might actually be helping you, the shift to the blue spectrum may be doing other things, which is why all the recommendations I saw in in the research papers on ResearchNet said that um, well, all all the ones I looked at, six or seven of them said um, it was just intensity. Intensity was more impactful than and wavelength. Wavelength, yeah. yeah. So from my experience, things that are in the on the warmer side of the spectrum. Uh, than the cooler side, so more red than blue, for me, seemed to be more opposite of stimulating, more calming, more relaxing, much like you were talking about your fire. Like, 
if I'm driving to work in the morning and the sun's the sun's coming up, it's like I purposely, unless I can't see, won't use my sun visor. So I'm just like, get in there, cram it, <laughs> cram it all in there. I know I'm going to be in the office for the next, you know, forever, and I'm not going to see the sun for days. So uh, I need to soak up all the photons I can. But but if wavelength doesn't matter, can't you just put your face right up against your computer monitor and get the same effect? <laughs> People were talking about that. I, I were, sure. <laughs> it's it's you still don't have enough light mm-hmm. actual photons actual energy coming out of those blue light sources and i was looking at what does how bright is bright for these lamps it's like bright enough that you can't look directly at it yeah what how long till someone markets as a, as a cure for this just a, a pocket flashlight and you just just like eye drops you just blare it into your each eyeball for a couple of seconds like oh well, it's like all i, I feel get, better i mean can't can't i just hook up some like um to my glasses or to like my headset that I that I wear because I don't look stupid enough already when I'm on Zoom calls. <laughs> Two little like laser pointers that just blast me right in the corner. Uh-huh. <laughs> Perfect. Just, just done. Suck it all in there. Every every like a, like a zap like every you know thirty seconds or so. You bet. That's that's what that's what that's I, what we all need. That's what we have to I know what I'm doing. To. I know what I'm doing the shop this afternoon. I'm sure. I'm sure that'll be you know on, on the latest package on the 2024 vehicles. Like it'll just hit you in the eyeballs with light. It'll it'll dim the 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 brights coming at you from the the rear and the front, but it'll hit you with some natural sunlight. What, <laughs> what about vitamin D? What about vitamin? I, D? I I always hear like if you don't get out, you know, you need to get out and play in the sun and get your vitamin D and you that's know true. taking vitamin D pills and all that. That's true. That's true. And for we northerners, I take vitamin D supplements, mm-hmm. and I find that it really helps me, certainly with my sleep, because I'm absolutely positive, both during the winter and the fact that, because we're in the north, and the fact that I'm indoors most of the time, <laughs> I'm not getting enough vitamin D. And is, I mean, that that is something you'd be getting from sunlight. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Yep. So that, and that's the light that's passing through the upper layers of your skin that's causing a reaction to generate this vitamin that you so desperately need so so if you're feeling this sad sunlight maybe some vitamin d um and suck it up would be the last <laughs> well that's the that's the gen x approach, gen x approach. Just suck it up yeah yeah <laughs> so you're feeling it less this year that's so interesting i'm i'm feeling it less and i'm i'm pretty confident it's because of the the increased dosage of the ssri mm-hmm. so which means the selective serotonin reuptake inhibitor. So what it does is, for those of us who have these uh, brain chemical imbalances, your your brain is not allowing these chemicals to stay in the brain tissue long enough. It's like sucking them up too quickly. So it's like you have enough, like the one end of your of your cells in your brain are, are squirting out as, as much as it, they should be. But the other end isn't leaving them float around long enough. It's like scavenging them all up. So these SSRIs selectively inhibit the reuptake of that serotonin. So it forces it to stay in your brain longer. Coaxes us into less anxiety and less depression and all those sorts of things. My hypothesis is that because I increased my dosage, my body had become used to the dosage I was on or something. Now the serotonin is staying in my brain longer. Therefore, the, the sad, the, the massive impact that I think seasonal affective disorder was having on me last year with depression is 
greatly reduced this year because of that fact. Because like, so it's like, okay, double whammy. I can't keep serotonin in my brain and I'm producing less of it to begin with. Right. So that's just not good for anybody. So I think upping my dosage helped that get it to a point of where it's not causing severe depression and other psychological problems and is more just like feeling like a depressed Gen Xer. <laughs> and I and I would imagine, without getting too deep into this, I would imagine that having changed your your medication from last season to this season, you're a lot more conscious of it. Oh so yeah. You're, you were probably on the lookout for sad when the season was rolling in. It's I've been, I, I've known for decades that I'm heavily affected by the quote time change, you know, seasonality. And I, I hate the fact that I am, it drives me nuts. Yeah. Cause I'm just like, this is dumb. I shouldn't, <laughs> it just shouldn't bother me. Um, but it does. And so I'm, yeah, I'm very much aware and conscious on what can I do to help combat that. So, yeah, it, the thing the thing that sucks, the thing that really sucks, is that I hate snow. I mean, like, why do you vehemently. live there? I, exactly <laughs> right. I hate snow. Hate it. So people are like, oh, you got to get outside and do stuff in the winter. Blah blah blah. No, there's snow out there. <laughs> it's a giant pain in the ass. It shouldn't be here. I'm grumpy about the fact that I am here. I'm coming out in May. Leave me yeah. alone. <laughs> I mean, look, you have a wood stove and a chair that I can't believe hasn't melted so close to it <laughs> it kind of does it's kind of melty, oh, it melty okay. yeah it's a little melty <laughs> so i mean i'm i'm my own worst enemy in that in that regard but i am trying to consciously be outside more in the winter time so for those of you who don't know like southern wisconsin in general it's very sunny here in the winter um it's also balls ass cold uh which cold, now cold doesn't bother me the snow mm mm but, but nope. contrary to, to, I think, um, the, the stereotype, you don't get that much snow. No, we don't. The southern Wisconsin doesn't get much snow at all. I mean, we have a little out there right now, but it's become more and more rare for us to have snow before Christmas. I mean, the most snow, I think last year, the total snowfall we got in Wisconsin, 2022-2023, that season, was nine inches in southern Wisconsin. Jeez. Total. Um, and most of that came in, during second winter, which is just after mud season, mud so season, just before spring. Yeah. Oh, that's just that term mud season. <laughs> yeah. It's a thing. Yeah. And see, and see for me, I've never experienced this before and I am, and, and I'm feeling, and, and to your point, it's annoying. <laughs> Everything's good. Why am I just like blah all the time? Oh, I'm sure more alcohol will help that. Uh, maybe. Yeah, not, not really. No, probably not. Probably <laughs> no. not. That's just what you need is a more depressants on top of your depressing. I don't know. We're, we're, go, we're going out to yeah. dinner with friends tonight, and they, they suggested a brewery, <laughs> that, ah, well, a brewery that has particularly good food. We're like, I'm like, okay. Well, there you go. Here. Yeah, you don't have to tell you twice. Nope. I'm going to go early. <laughs> just to just to make sure you get more exposure to the to the sun. Exactly. Make sure you're there by about two thirty. Tell them you get a table. You're gonna hold it down just to make sure. Pre game, yeah, yeah, pre game. Mm -hmm. So everybody just needs to take a pill then.